Cities on the Move, a real estate and mortgage podcast featuring Justin Sheeler, Joel Benson, and Paul St. Andrew. Paul and Justin are real estate agents with Remax results, and Joel is a mortgage professional with Summit Mortgage Corporation. And now, Twin Cities on the Move. Hey, good morning, everybody. I can say good morning now because we actually are live on something. We're live on YouTube and on Facebook. Uh, this is Twin Cities on the Move, episode number 33. Uh, I'm Paul St. Andrew, Realtor with Remax Results. And I'm Joel Benson, Summit Mortgage Corp, NMLS ID 1064642. Uh, we're here today. Uh, Justin, who's that chair that's empty, is in traffic. He'll be here sometime soon, I'm sure. And also, uh, today we have a special guest, um, Susie Passens with SP Design, award-winning designer and stager in Minneapolis this year. Thanks, Susie, for coming. Yeah, Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. This will be fun. This will be a whole lot of fun. We do also have to tell everybody that um, Twin Cities on the Move is the podcast that insurance built. Um, Indeed. Myinsurancewarehouse.com. Thank you for being such a longtime sponsor. And also thanks to uh, Minnesota Podcasting on sunny Snelling Avenue here. If you need a podcast, you need a place to record, that's the place to go for sure. So, um, and thanks everybody on YouTube for jumping in and, and joining us. You can always watch this. We'll put this up on Facebook. We'll put it all over so you can see our handsome faces. And, you know, thank God Susie's here because we actually have the <laughs> brings our game up a little bit. Brings huh? our game up a little bit. And Oh, hey, look at this. Just hey, look at this. back. <laughs> Hi, Susie. Nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you. So, yeah. All right. The gang's all here. So, Hey, ju- we thought, yeah, we were just talking about you, and we, you know, we were since Susie's here, we thought we'd start right away with her. She, again, SP Design, um, and how long have you been at, at doing staging and, and listing consultants? Sure. Yep, I've been doing it for six years. Really? Yeah. What yeah. got you into that? I was working uh, full time as a photo stylist and art director for Slumberland Furniture and had done that for a number of years and was essentially styling and staging homes inside a photo studio and got into my 40s and realized that I wanted to be working on my own. And so really just started talking to a couple of real estate agent friends and asking them the questions of what does it look like when you hire a stager? How much do you pay oh. them? Um, and just started figuring it out on my own. Really? Yeah. Wow. I've, I so have, I'm completely not, from scratch. Completely from scratch. I am not uh, formally trained in any way other than my years of styling and staging and picking furniture and decor uh, in the home furnishing industry. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. That's cool. Well, that's cool. And, you know, I can see how that could be really difficult, but then also a benefit. You just came in with, you got to do build it all by yourself. Yep. And I also, uh, with that time in the home furnishing industry, I have that marketing aspect that a lot of, uh, I think, home stagers don't necessarily have. You know, it's something that they're trying to learn in those classes, but I I have it just from my work just experience. From, and, and so that is knocks. a unique, yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really cool. And I know you, I met Susie here, uh, well, a couple years ago. Now, like we were just talking before, I think right in the middle of COVID. So and we were yep. on the phone and stuff. I was looking for somebody to help me with my clients and to get their house ready to 
ready to sell. And one thing that Susie does is, and it's kind of your the foot in the door to staging, I would bet too, is the list, a listing consultation. Yep. And um, so how does that look? Yep. So that's where typically the agent pays me to go into their client's home and tell them everything that they need to do to get their house ready to list. So whether that's, you know, kind of the expected things of depersonalizing and decluttering to repurposing furniture in their home, simplifying. I really talk to them about the why of why we're doing this. Uh Um, And then also everything from paint colors to light fixture updates. I'm, I'm coming at it from a buyer's perspective. So everything a buyer is going to think, feel, see from when they first start looking at those pictures online to when they're standing at that front door. And again, really trying to educate the seller on why it's so important Mm -hmm. because we live in our houses much differently than we sell them. Oh, for sure. That's a great point, actually. (laughs) And even as realtors, we fall into that lull where you just kind of you just forget about it. You yep. know, you miss certain things. So Absolutely. it's nice to have a fresh set of eyes. And a, yeah. and a really good set of eyes yeah. is what I've learned, too. Well, someone with you credentials. See, well, yeah, not us. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. not us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. That You know, that was one thing that you really took off my plate is that my clients don't have to listen to me. You know, we have somebody that's way smarter than me as far as this goes to come through. And yeah. you... Put the another thing. I love the report that you put yep. together. What Susie does, she puts this. Sh- everything has this big shiny PDF at the end of it, you know, with this report and lots of photos, um, big red X's through things that she doesn't <laughs> like. Um, <laughs> arrows from you know, like she'll take say take this chair and she'll go all the way to photo number two and put it over here instead mm-hmm. of over there. Mm-hmm. And so, I by the time. I get my hands on it, and my clients get our, their hands on it. I mean, we basically have our marching orders, yeah, you know, of what to do to get your house ready to go. And it's it's a huge advantage, I think, over just, you know, saying sweep the floor and put it up, you know. And we sure. don't have to be the bad guy. Exactly. Right? Exactly. You know, exactly. And, and you're probably a little better at explaining it to them nicely. And sometimes we come yeah. off as uh, not as careful. When well, saying, it's very true. I don't yeah. know if I'd leave that chair there you know. well it's, it's almost like it, it can hurt their feelings if, if it's absolutely. Yeah. from you like, yeah. as opposed to an, an outside consultant yeah. Yeah. now absolutely. two questions that kind of came in my head here as you were talking uh the first one is when you walk into a home and well, are there some maybe like top three things that you mm-hmm. kind of always see uh, that I always see. Well, just in terms yeah. of like improvements that are more or typical. things. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Are there some uh, big things that people yeah. really? Some easy things are light bulbs. I talk about that a lot on yeah. social media, like having the right light bulbs and how that can change the feeling in a room and the look in a room. So that's sure. an easy thing uh, for a seller to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so detailed. Yeah. And inexpensive. I would never in yeah. a million years, all the years I've been selling houses, I would never walk into a room and think, you yeah. know, we should change the light bulbs. Well, you know what? I think, I think yeah. women, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think it's women amazing. especially are, um, sensitive to light and how, how, how that makes you feel. And so, sure. you know, that, that female buyer, whether she's a single buyer or with a, a couple, uh, that's an important aspect to that, especially that first impression and that emotional connection. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, interesting. And then my follow-up question then is: so after you've done this and you've you've delivered the report to Paul, how often does the client you know take action on that? You know, where you guys end up working together beyond that? Um, frequency. 
You know, more times than not, it's the consultation only. Okay. You know, a lot of times if I'm doing a vacant staging, it's that the agent already has a vacant listing and says, Susie, can you do an estimate for Mm -hmm. this house? But nine times out of 10, I go in, I do the consultation, and really that's all that's needed. I think uh, one thing that is important is that we have to be realistic with sellers and the ability for a seller to oftentimes take out all their furniture and have me stage it. It's not realistic. So how can we repurpose what they have and utilize what they have in the best way to still make that great impression and get that fast high mm-hmm. offer. It, it just it's it, the report is amazingly thorough. Yeah. To you guys. Yeah. Room yeah. by room, room I'm assuming. Absolutely yeah. room by oh, room oh. um paint colors. Uh you know, I've had them where Susie's put a big red X over a light and actually said go to Home Depot and pick get this light. Get this light. Yeah. Get this light and put it here nice. instead of what's up there. Mm-hmm. You know, so so there's yeah, I'm not surprised, you know, you know, nine times out of ten. But then there is the time that staging is necessary, correct? Right, yep. So with vacant houses, buyers tend to have a hard time seeing what their um, furniture could look like in, in, the, in that room. And especially if it's, you know, some of those houses, quirky houses in South Minneapolis and that have small rooms, mm-hmm. it's important to have the appropriately sized furniture in there or the right amount of furniture in there. So I think that's really important. Is there a lot, I, I've always had clients that they think that the staging is, you know, a fortune, that they're not going to get their money back, that, mm-hmm. you know, that it's just, it's not really a, a, a worthwhile investment to them. How, what do you think of sure. that? How, I mean, sure. I'm sure you've heard that as well. Oh, yes. Yep. So, and I'm sure you agree. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. Right? laughs> sellers, so, uh, sellers mm-hmm. think that staging either costs about 200 bucks or a million dollars, right? So I I think it's a mystery. Uh, Statistically, if a seller invests about 1%, that's kind of the average of what it costs to stage a house. I'll say that I don't typically charge 1% of of the list price. Okay. That they will return 5 to 10%. Really? Higher than the list. That's price. what the stats are. That's what the stats are, okay. and that's from a few years ago. Okay, so thirty-five, three hundred fifty thousand dollar house, which is an average house in the Twin Cities, thirty-five hundred bucks or right around that neck of the woods, huh? Uh, for me, I don't charge that much. Okay, mine is closer to about three quarters of one percent. Got it. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, and I you're think able if... to do those those main rooms with that. Yes. Okay. Yes, and and so. Another thing that I think sellers have to recognize is that it's not me schlepping in furniture. I've got a team, just like you have a team of Mm -hmm, photographers and agents and mortgage people. I have a team of movers and assistants. And so it's, it's, I have to account for that when Mm -hmm. I'm doing my staging Mm -hmm. uh, estimate. So that's a big chunk of it. And then there's the inventory rental. So you're, the, the seller is paying for a per room charge on top of that okay. um, professional staging. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. How long, how long does it, do you keep these houses staged typically? Yep. So oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I actually, the, I just made the shift from, I was doing a lot of 30 day contracts. Okay. So three, four years ago, I came into it doing 60 day contracts. And then as mm-hmm. the market went bananas, everybody was asking for a 30 day. And so then sure. I shift it to 30 day. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just starting to do the 60 day. If it's a, uh, a luxury level house, then I'll do 90 day. Okay. Yep. And okay. then they have the option to rent additional time after that. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. And that's, cool. and that's so, and it's just, it, 
if it's say I just for example, just so I understand, if say we do a sixty day contract, there's a set price that's for the rental and the moving in, moving everything. out, getting everything all yep. set. And you know what? It's fun. Look at and I'd encourage everybody follow Susie on Instagram because the way you set things up is amazing. The attention to detail. I mean, I was at a house one time. We were our paths crossed at a house you were staging for me, and I remember. Um, I was talking to the owner of the house just after you left, and and I was going to go sit down on the couch, and she was like, "Uh, uh-uh, don't do it." She said, "No, Su- Susie." And she told us not to mess with one pillow. <laughs> and, and so, I mean, it's it's amazing what you put into. Well, that's it. I and, think my photos uh, directing days. You know, I'd stand behind a camera lens, and everything had to be perfect. Sure. Perfect. You know, to tweaking little pillows and wrinkles mm-hmm. and and everything, and so. But that's important, especially at the photography level, you know, for your listings. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And it does make a huge difference. I keep telling clients that you're always going to at least get your money back out, but it's usually way more. Well, and... It, it, and it's it, it pays for itself though. That's it, what you don't have to do the work if you don't want to. You pay right. someone like Susie to do it, mm-hmm. right. and you get more money for your property. You get more money yeah. for yeah. your property, yeah. and there's also a thing time on market. And yeah, just, just marketability factor of mm-hmm. it. Um, f- f- photos of a house that's put together nicely are so much nicer every time, yeah. and that's just yeah. a marketability. It'll bring the right person in. Yeah, you know, it's a whole package. So I just came from a consultation this morning where the house has been on the market and they're not getting the sale. Oh, really? And so okay. the agent called me up and said, you know, she's open to having you in now. And and I didn't tell her to paint. I didn't tell her she had to make light fixture updates. I moved her chair. I told I I wanted her to move an end table. I wanted her to take a few pieces of furniture out and reposition things. And then they're going to re, um, redo the photography, potentially, oh. but it's going to make a huge difference in that house. And it's nothing awesome. major. Right. But it, but it's, it is, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but is. you pay for it. That's what's nice. The yeah. agent pays for it. I, yeah. So there's really the upfront cost to a, it's n- to a yeah. seller. Zero. It's, yeah. It's so zero. There's no, no so reason the, to be afraid. That initial consultation is that's something just, you That's pay just part for. of my marketing program. But then yeah. if they want to stage, that's then when the yeah. – Correct. The that's, that's when the seller yeah, the would, would jump okay. in and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. make that decision. Or we'd make it together, you know. Um, but, yeah, and it's – again, like every we've all said here, yeah, it's – it's a great investment for sure, especially an empty house. Hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. So, well, thanks for thanks for stopping. If anybody wants to ta- check you out, where where do they find you on social media? Let's see. Uh, I am SP Design MN on Instagram, and then I'm also on Facebook as well. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you, Susie. My pleasure. Nice. Yeah. Nice, thank you. Nice being here. Right. Thanks, Susie. More to come. We'll be be right back. Twin Cities on the move. Welcome back to Twin Cities on the Move. This is episode number 33. Uh, thanks again to uh, myinsurancewarehouse.com. Uh, if you need any kind of insurance, please don't hesitate to get a hold of them. They're easy, myinsurancewarehouse.com. And also, thank you, Susie. Uh, Susie Passons at SP Design. Um, follow her on social media. That was really good information. And, I mean, I the way that the market is starting to... Adjust. Sh- adjust or shift or <laughs> it's not the the sky is falling no, i don't believe that it's not by 2008 any, by, no, no not at all not even close but 
I can see how Susie's um, expertise is even more needed yeah. and, and will be in the in the near future. Yep. You know, personally, I guess, you know, just because I, I, the, the market's changing, you guys. I right. mean, you, Joel, how, how's it going on your world here? It's good. I mean, it's different. But, okay. But it's good. I mean, I think, you know, we often talk about, I mean, you know, the elephant in the room is the interest rates, right? Right. But here's what I can say about that. You know, the market has been volatile over the last several months. Um, we've kind of seen it, you know, I don't want to use the word peak. It maybe it may it calmed down a little. It settled down a little yeah. bit. It's still yeah. we're still seeing a lot of, you know, ups and downs here, mm-hmm. but they're smaller shifts. Where um, where are rates at now? Do you think thirty year fixed? You know, in the low fives. Low right fives. Now. Okay. Um, yeah. Which is actually excellent. I mean, it's you know <laughs> historically again, it's phenomenal. Historically, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, the problem is we were spoiled for so many years. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of the shifts we're seeing. Uh, or at least I am personally, is I've actually sold a couple of uh, adjustable rate loans. Oh, recently. really? Okay. Um, because, okay. You, you know, for so many years, we had rates that were so low that the spread mm-hmm. between or the difference between the fixed rate and an adjustable rate, for example, was not large enough. Well, I've always been intrigued <clears throat> during this time. I had a friend, and I'll tell you why. I haven't thought about adjustable rate mortgages for a long time. I had a friend not too long ago uh, buy a beautiful house um up in the northern suburbs and he got an adjustable rate mortgage and are you talking about me uh, me it <laughs> <laughs> sounds like well, me and you know what you told me you told me you said you know i'm not going to be in this house forever right and i know that the, the rate's not going to adjust for a certain period of time yep. and i plan to be long gone before it ever even yep. adjusts and yeah. i that's brilliant yep so so again you know? rates so i i bought my house last june Rates were still pretty good, right? So, mm-hmm. um, the the difference between the fixed rate and the adjustable rate for me, you know, was probably a half a point or something. It wasn't like that. a lot. It wasn't but... wasn't huge, but but I but I thought, well, why why pay more if I don't have to? So I ended up yeah. doing a fifteen year arm because ten years is probably the longest I'm going to. You'll in be house. in that house exactly. Um, yep. And originally I was going to do a ten year, but I thought, you know, plans change. Let's just do the fifteen. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I did it, and you know, again, I. I for so many years, we sold arms because there was a big difference. You know, mm-hmm. um, I've always told people that you know, depending on your situation, you know, if you know you're going to sell your house, why not do the arm? You know, right now we're we're seeing it again simply because there is again that difference because rates have gone up. Interesting. Okay. And for people that don't understand the adjustable rate mortgage, when you say that 15 years, it's set. For so that yeah. 15, so the, basically right? the and way then... they work. Yeah. So in my case, I have a 15 year arm. It'll be fixed. For 15 years so my rate will not change after that and every product is a little bit different typically after that your rate will then adjust you know sometimes it's once a year sometimes it's you know twice a year uh-huh. um based on there's a couple of different uh but you can count on it for that that, yeah. that term that it's, it's just it's, like having a fixed rate loan for yeah, that for that, that that fixed period exactly. and, and there's you know there's a two-year arm there's a five-year arm seven year ten um i think 15 is about the longest i've seen on an arm okay um but but again, it's just just like having a fixed rate loan during that locked in period. After that point, it, it does adjust um, based on you know there's d- different products will have a different index, but they'll always be then a margin. So it'll be you know maybe uh, you know X plus you know a margin of two percent or something like that. Sure. Right. Um, so you you and you also have when it gets into that adjustable rate period, you, it doesn't just happen overnight. You're you're going to have some 
some indication. Usually it's like 60 days prior to an adjustment. So you could refinance yeah. it. For, yeah. for example, if your plans changed and you ended yeah. up being there longer than you thought you would. Yep. Okay. Yep, exactly. Interesting. We're also seeing, I think, you know, January, February, March, when we really saw, you know, historic jumps, like where we saw the rate move a significant amount in a short period of time. Uh-huh. It, you know, there was, a, there was a, a shock factor for a lot of people. So right. just about everybody I talked to was just sort of upset about rates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're now to the point where people have seen it. It's, it's happened. They've come to terms with it. Now because we're moving rate, forward. It is what it yeah. is, yeah. you know. Yeah. The now rates are – the market yeah. dictates the rates. It's not me. Well, it's not, you know, anybody else. Yeah. And there is that group of people that they just decided, you know what, we're not going to go right now. And yep. what that is doing also is it's a benefit to the buyers that want to go buy a house. Um, there's right. actually inventory. There's yeah. – yes. Yeah. I, you, can, you can write an offer with a home inspection. Yeah. You know, you can, um, I've, I had a, I had a nice listing in Lakeville last weekend. Come on. Um, we did not have 14 offers on it, even though it was priced really well. We had three nice ones and we were able to work and find out, you know, and, and, and get one under, get it under contract with a really nice offer. Nice. Um, but it's not, yeah, it's not this craziness that, you know, it's, it's just hard to deal with for sellers and buyers, too, yeah. which is great. Yeah, and we usually see an overreaction to Joel's point. Anytime there's any kind of significant change, you usually see this kind of overreaction. I refer to it as the mm-hmm. seatbelt stuck in the car when yep. the car takes off, you know, it yeah. takes so off. And you can, <laughs> then it stops and you go flying by. That's kind of how, how yeah. we react right. in general as an economy. I agree. And, but once things settle down a bit, which they appear to have... It's you know, it's, it's yeah. going to be okay. This is something we needed to happen. We need more inventory. We've mm-hmm. been solo on inventory for over five years. So, well, and you know, yeah, exactly. And it's we were just talking about that. You missed this one because you were in traffic. But yeah, um, that never happened. I know it's a realtor, but it. Um, I also I would argue the point that and and I believe and I, and you're right and Joel brought me back around to this too that there had I mean if you look at statistics statistically right now there's less inventory than there was X number of years ago for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the other side of that coin is how did we have a record number of transactions last year of all time when you have low invent or no inventory. You can't do that if you have nothing to sell. Yeah. Right. So the other piece of that puzzle is is that there's a record number, in my opinion, of people in the market to buy a house. There's sure. more than ever before, which says volumes about the wealth that we have as a country right now. Yeah. Right. You know, for starters. Again, as as a as a home buyer, five percent's not so bad. As a home seller, there's still a great opportunity for you to to put your house on the market and do very, very well if it's the right time. Yeah, absolutely. So just things to think of for sure. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, see, in in spite of the market, we'll all muddle through, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So uh, one more segment when we come back, uh, this is Twin Cities on the Move, episode number 33. back again, everybody. Twin Cities on the Move. This is episode number 33. Um, live on YouTube and Facebook here. Um, nice. You were trying to do this. We'll post it up on our on our social media pages for sure. 
Um, we shoot for the uh, the fourth Thursday at 11 a.m. We all have dogs. Joel has two dogs that let him live in his house, yep. basically. He <laughs> could care less. You have three now. We got three, three dogs. Wow. Really? Okay, so I love all of them. I know you do, but they're a I lot know. of work. Well, I have two <laughs> goofballs too. So, and I just I wanted to tell you guys about. There's this place. Um, it's the north side of downtown Minneapolis. It's right by the farmers market. It's called Unleashed Hounds and Hops. I like dogs. I like food, and I like beer. It's oh, like the trifecta okay. of nice. fun for me. You can actually have a beer with your best friend. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Tater Tot <laughs> so, loves beer. Well, and, from and, what I've heard, and it's really here's the thing, it's really neat. They have a simple website. It's I just had it up on my phone here about an hour ago, just double checking it and looking through it. You make a reservation, okay, so they don't get overloaded, yeah. and um, you you have to answer a few dog questions, and I think you bring in like a rabies or thing. You bring in a few things the first time, so your dog's in their system. Okay, and then. Just they like going open, to the or whatever, the yeah, groomers. exactly, whatever. Yeah. Yep, and then they open the doors, and it's the flood of dogs out in this patio. And there's picnic tables, and they actually have really good food. It's like burgers and wings and nice. beer, and you know, and stuff like that. Um, it's a full bar, um, tons <laughs> of tap beer, and it kind Sounds of horrible. I know, and, yeah. and you know what? It's I actually, um, I. I haven't brought a dog there yet because my dogs are a little weird and I got to check out the lay of the land, you know? Ours too. So you but just went there? So Wait, no what's dog? your dog's name first? Okay, so I have Sullivan. Sully, okay. And Jax, J-A-X, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that like a Sons of Anarchy tribute? Or? <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah oh. totally. <laughs> Do they have the spike collars? They should, the yeah. Leather? Yeah, Jax is about nine pounds. <laughs> okay. I like how you spelled it, though. Yeah, I'm sure. J-A-X. Yeah, yeah. So, but, um, no, it's, I mean, even just go there, just on a fact-finding mission. You can sit yeah, around, and, cool. and it's all these dumb dogs are just going berserk, you know, banging into <laughs> each other blast, and having though. a blast and doing their dog thing. And you just sit and hang out and have yeah. a beer or two and get a burger or get something to eat and it's it's a neat yeah. spot anyway i just thought i'd share it with you That's you know cool. where That's do awesome. you do you ever you take your dogs out running around yeah yeah this especially this time of year when it's not all muddy or too cold yep um but yeah we got tater tot the cavalier he's okay. supposed to be 20 pounds he's like 40 nice uh, Wolfie's a little Pomeranian. He's about 10 pounds, but he's the sheriff of the group. Okay. And then we thinks have Belle. he's Bell, a Rottweiler, our, huh? Yeah, yeah, he thinks he's a Rottweiler. Uh-huh. And then we have Belle. She's like a Cavalier mix. And oh, fun. She's just a sweetheart. Cool. You know? So yeah. she'd probably be the only one I could bring to the bar place and not have her try to eat another dog. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. They just don't get it. See, when I take them out, I got to be careful where I take them because I, it's interesting. bark at everybody yeah. and no, bark at every other dog. I know. It is. It's interesting. I t- we live um, south Minneapolis, so Minnehaha Falls is dog central. Oh, nice. You know? Yeah, that's and, sweet. And that's, that's a sweet. fun spot, and that's another spot. They have sea salt right there where you can go grab a beer and wander around with your dog, and we we do that often. That's you know, cool. Yeah, yeah, That's a good it's idea. good. I wish they'd open up one of those in Mata Media. Well, <laughs> you never know. You never. Hey, we one could. can hope. We could. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, but anyway, I just a plug for. I just thought that's sure. just a neat spot. Unleashed hounds and hops. They're they're again. Yeah. They're just uh, north side of downtown Minneapolis, right by the farmers market. Look them up. They're online. They're on Facebook and Instagram, and they have a cool website. And if you have a four legged buddy and you want a place to go hang out and have a beer with them, that not a bad one for sure. So before before we sign off here, I want, yeah. I want we mentioned COVID at the top of the segment here, so I just wanted yeah. to uh, throw a shout out to my wife. 
Oh. I recently turned 50. She threw a surprise party for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she hired Martin Zeller to play. So oh, that was pretty nice. cool. Yeah, it turned out to cool. be a super spreader event. <laughs> uh, Friday night party. Worst hangover of my life. I slept till like 7 p.m. Turns out I was eating some hot sauce. Couldn't taste it. Had COVID. So I don't know if I got it at the party or if I had it and just spread it, but uh, I think we had a total of uh, five or six people that were there. Well, that's not so ten percent. No, it's yeah, it's really not bad, not bad. But anyways, thanks, 10%. Mel. Ten percent, great party. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Sorry, I awesome. make it, guys. I know. Yeah, thanks for coming. Guys. I know. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, and um, thanks again to myinsurancewarehouse.com. Uh, yep. Also, you know, Amen. we if we are taking sponsors, um, just so you know, if 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 there's if. Get in touch with us, uh, TwinCitiesOnTheMove at gmail.com. You can um, direct message us as well on Facebook. Um, you know, if you'd like uh, your business mentioned on here, uh, we'd be more than happy to, to talk to you about that and, and about our audience and how we can maybe, you know, help you out as well. So Let's hit up the little doggy bar. Well, the, the, the little, maybe that'll we'll put, <laughs> let, that'll be the new name for the Matamidi location, the Little Doggy Bar. <laughs> we'll do a live show up there. That's right. Place, right. That's right. So and dogs everywhere. Pugs and sons. That's right. Perfect. Perfect. So, um, thanks also to Minnesota Podcasting for putting up with us. Best yeah, in one, the business. One sure. more time, uh, Twin Cities on the move. Thanks for watching. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Take care. has been Twin Cities on the Move, a real estate and mortgage podcast. Paul St. Andrew and Justin Sheeler are licensed real estate agents in the state of Minnesota with the brokerage Remax Results. You can find Paul online at minnesotahomesales.com and Justin at justinsheeler.com. Joel Benson is a mortgage professional with Summit Mortgage Corporation. You can find him online at summit-mortgage.com slash jbenson. Summit Mortgage Corporation's NMLS number is 1041. Summit Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing opportunity lender and is not affiliated with REMAX results. Joel Benson's NMLS ID is 1064642. This show was produced by Minnesota Podcasting and recorded at their St. Paul studios. They can be found online at mnpodcasting.com. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the individual participants and may not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of REMAX results, Summit Mortgage Corporation, or Minnesota Podcasting. Oh, 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 oh,